There we go. Recording the time in change. progress. Oh, did it? No, oh. a couple weeks ago. I didn't even notice. <laughs> my clock did what it was supposed to do. It reset itself. So I woke up when my alarm went off. That's all I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they could change November 1st. And this is what the... Yeah, I don't 19th. know what today is. Today, we'll, we'll get to 14th. that as soon as we play our music here. That sounds funny. That sounds funny. That sounds funny. You can send us an email at the TSF at That sounds funny. All right, everybody, that is correct. This is the podcast. That sounds funny. This is the week of November 14, 2023, season four, show three, episode 158. We are two blind brothers and a blind sister who tell it the way we see it. I am your host, Keith, and with me today are... Terry. And Jill. (laughs) Terry sounds so tired. He's He's talking slow because... He listens to himself at, at, at 2x speed, so he'll sound normal when he listens to himself. <laughs> That's right. It sounds like we Eeyore. <laughs> 5,054 people have listened to our podcast. Yeah, and we've actually uh, been holding steady at our week-to-week listenership. Um, maybe said 145 in 30 well, days. That- yeah, for the month, Thanks. but for the week, we've been actually maybe nudging up a tiny bit. Well, that's good. Yeah. Better that than the other way. <laughs> I've been I've been advertising, marketing our podcast. Uh, everybody that calls up and, and wants you to get Medicaid and all Medicare, the, all the telemarketers who want you to have a homeowner's <laughs> warranty. <laughs> I say, have you heard about my podcast? That sounds that sounds funny. Check it out. Do you want some? I thought that's why you were calling food? me because I thought you were calling life me with a funny story. <laughs> You have a funny story about life insurance? Wow. (laughs) You have a funny story about homeowner's warranty? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Medicaid or Medicare? No, but I got a podcast. That sounds funny. (laughs) Would you like some? I go, well, I've got part A, B, C, and D. Yeah, maybe I should should start answering my phone calls, I think, and try doing that. (laughs) Have you heard of our podcast? That sounds funny. I, I usually just push them off in the voicemail because anybody who calls me who I want to talk about, you already have a special ringtone, and I'll pick up. If it's my yeah. default ringtone, I ain't picking up. As soon as, I, as soon as I get off the phone with them, I go to my recent calls, I go, block number. Yep. <laughs> I'll answer the phone to make sure. Because sometimes on spam calls, there's a doctor's office calling or something. And so I'll answer it. If it's a doctor, I'll you know, okay, but if you're trying to sell me a warranty or insurance, I'll tell you about our podcast and hang up on you and block your number. <laughs> yeah, so, now, now, of course, if anybody who out there uh, <coughs> suspects that you don't have a special ringtone because I never answer your phone call, call back twice right away, or better yet, just text me and say, hey, I was trying to call you. I couldn't get through. And I'll leave see, a message. <laughs> and I'll see your number on my text messages. I go, oh, okay, well, maybe I'll call him back or add yeah. add that person yeah. to my 
They even spam you in text messages now. My wife gets them all the time. I, I get messages all the time from Donald Trump. It's <laughs> Mike Johnson, and I get some from uh, a Donald Trump's son, whatever his name is, Donald Jr. <laughs> they probably want to give you some money. Yeah, they might want to give me some money, but I, I doubt it's that. That's probably the one to ask me for the. <laughs> like, dude, you're the billionaire, not me. Look at my bank right? account. <laughs> is he or is but, he not? <laughs> but he still is for the time being. Yeah. Well, we'd like to open up with a little bit of what's new. Does anyone have a question? What do you mean by that? We've been kind of rambling here, but does anybody have a what's new, reading, watching, doing, or classic, funny family story? Crickets. Uh, huh. <laughs> my, <mouth, laughs> my, my wife saw a mouse in the oven and right. turned it on and tried to cook it. Was it? It wasn't with that dessert, the chocolate mouse, and was it? Chocolate mousse. Yeah, mousse. Screamed, yeah. screamed loudly. <laughs> she screamed loudly with great emphasis. I thought, man, great if I had another recording, <laughs> I got a recording she, next time. She was practicing her her operatic uh, solo. <laughs> I don't know if I can find a scream oh, like that on oh, in the sound sound effects folder. I think I saw it, it was kind of like how James did that one story uh, where it was kind of like and, you know, just oh, built the, up the flashlight guy or whatever it was called it was one of the early his brother turned around in the house and yeah the flashlight just, man or something I forget what he called it it was one of the early <laughs> ones yeah. it was just a great build up to the scream like Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was a tornado siren going out there. <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> well, she could be a stand-in for that. Anything funny that's happened? Anything what, what different? What you do is you toss another mouse in there and you just stand by around the corner with your victory drive. Hey, Terry, look at the phone. <laughs> We're going to come get fumigated again on Friday, so hopefully she oh. ignore the truck. <laughs> Fumigated, so you can have, have those fugacious bugs back in there, huh? Yeah, I remember that word got, from last week. You <laughs> did. <laughs> we got we have a problem here for some reason. They, 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 we have these stink bugs in here now. Uh, stink bugs are everywhere. It's like, what the heck are these things? It's, I have, I mean, they don't grandkids. <laughs> I send it back home. <laughs> I don't think they really stink. That's just what they call them. But when you kill they, them and squish them, they have. Yeah, when you kill smell. them, they would, probably would. Well, for that matter, lightning bugs are not the most pleasant thing in the smell. <laughs> I saw somebody put something in the, about lightning bugs. Yeah, I wonder who that could have been. <laughs> Maybe it'll be they the final thought later. Cross, yeah. cross breed them. Yeah. Yep. Is that what the uh, mosquitoes like? Coal miners have that light on their head. Yeah. Okay. Well, we really have much uh, fun stuff happening this week to report on, but does Jill? Well, like I said, the only thing I watched Uh, that movie—I forget—it was called uh, something about the light. Go to a light I don't see, or something like that. The blind lady in World War II that. Uh, it's her story. I don't want to give too much away. Of it's a mini series kind of. I think it was on Netflix, and there was three episodes. And oh. 
they, her and her dad had left Germany and ended up in France, I think it was. And she reads on a, they didn't call them CB radios back then. What was they? Ham radio. Ham radio or UHF or radio. And so it was, it's a really good story and it's about a blind lady. So I don't know. If you've got right. Netflix, look it up. I insist that you take these precautions, Doctor. Well, I forgot to get birthdays, so I don't have any birthdays. Talk about oh, either. Right. Well, yeah, well, me either, <laughs> I can think of. Uh, the Marine Corps birthday last Friday. <laughs> 248 years old. Wow, right. it's old. <laughs> yeah, well, two more years, it'll be 215. Almost as old as the Army. No, it's older than the Army. The the Marine Corps was the first service that was chartered. The Army only claims the older date because it claims the date that the Minutemen were founded. But it it wasn't chartered then. I just thought I'd drop in and earn the few bucks I get here. (laughs) Anyway, um, enough of that. Uh, I know I have no right to say this, but I can't help myself. I'm in love with you. But it is time to move on to some random stuff. I like it. Random stuff. And I believe we still have five items on our wheel. I think that's Terry's favorite. (laughs) Oh, is it? Terry's favorite that he's been getting his pants beat off by Jill lately. 1969. 1969. Uh, <laughs> that would be the guest of the year. Yeah. Um, and I know I have a whole bunch of them. <laughs> anyway, um, here we go. Uh, we have some guessing the year. And uh, everything that's on my list here all happened in this particular year. Um, For starters, let me see. Can we get 1600? Oh, I'm on the wrong wrong thing here. Um, The first McDonald's in Moscow, Russia opens. Ooh. What year did the first McDonald's open? I in should Moscow? know that. One. I should know that. One. I think I ate there. In Moscow? You think, you think you ate there? <laughs> when was you in Russia? <laughs> well, he was in Germany. He probably def- defected and crossed the border. Uh-huh. I actually, accidentally went into Czechoslovakia. <laughs> um, or no, yeah, it wasn't East Germany. I wasn't up that far. Um, I say 1989. Well, our next question would be um, a smoking ban takes place on all domestic flights less than six hours. Smoking ban takes effect domestic flights less than six hours. So if you're flying longer than six, you can smoke, light them up. If it was six hours or one minute, I don't know. 1987. 1990, I think. Huh? 1990. Ding, 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 ding. I got it? 
Yeah. Dang, a... Terry, you better get your years going, boy. Oh, ah, Jill's <laughs> on a roll. It's like three in a row. Oh, I was <laughs> disgusting. Well, the the Berlin Wall came down in I think eighty nine. That's why I said eighty nine, but probably well, you're really after. Close. I went the wrong I went the wrong direction. I was thinking a couple of years before, but uh-huh. when the wall came down, that's you know, whenever they started doing all the other fun stuff. But yeah, I ate at McDonald's in every country I've been in except for Mexico. Does Mexico they, they have, have that taco down there? <laughs> they, they probably do, but not like what in Juarez on the you know Texas border. They probably don't. Uh, but I, I, I've been to a KFC in Tokyo, Japan. Yeah, <laughs> was it really chicken? <laughs> it was really chicken, but instead of mashed potatoes, they had uh, French fries. Oh, they didn't. They w- did not have mashed potatoes on the menu. Huh. Yeah, but other than that, it was uh, a typical KFC. But wow, Jill's really tearing up the year. Okay, we're going to have to do another one. <laughs> well, next time, we'll she have to consider that. Uh, sure. But for now... I hope somebody will remember me. I like the neck. I like the neck too, Connie. I'll meet you out on the front porch. Oh, it's time it's to move on to news. I'll do anything you say. Yeah. And Iranian man, he's got the world's record for stacking watermelons vertically. Meaning the the oblong, (laughs) you know, watermelons. Not the round ones, but, you know, four of them. Up and down, not laying laying down horizontally. Wow. Right. And you would think, I mean, even the ones that are long oblong ones when they're growing they do tend to some of them do tend to get a flat spot on them but i don't know i don't know if they were stacking them end to end that way uh but um that's what he said wasn't he he did it vertically right by um rahala dash miri of (laughs) iran he stacked them up. Uh, I don't know if there was a time limit for it. Uh, he stacked them. And he's also the guy I did a story on before. The guy who smashed watermelons between his thighs. Oh. It's the same, same guy. The same, the thigh master, the same guy. Huh? <laughs> he got tired, of, got tired of smashing them and said, I'm going to stack them up first, I guess. This record's only been uh, noted since 2015, so it's a new record. I bet David Rush will beat that. (laughs) (laughs) You were trying to get it a while ago. There's a surgeon, surgeons in New York that performed the first eyeball transplant. This guy, Aaron James, was injured in an electric, electrical accident and burned his face and his left eye. And his right eye is still fine, they said. But he got a face transplant also. I wonder if he yeah. looks like Nicolas Cage or John Travolta. Yeah. 
You might as well upgrade if you don't have it done. Yeah. <laughs> See, he got it done in May. Uh, the accident, of course, would have happened then. And so far, the eye, it looks healthy. They did the eye socket, the eyelid, and the eyeball. And he can't see out of it yet, but it seems to be uh, healing properly, they say. And they're just waiting yeah. to see how it goes. It, but that was kind yeah, of a my, different... My first thought is inflammation, but you said it happened in May, May. which was like six months ago or so so there should have been inflammation all you know all under control yeah gotta wait and see if he can see <laughs> yeah. see yeah, if he can solve it's a it's a miracle that the eye is still healthy it hasn't died and everything yeah. is still and, and that's at least progress i mean yeah that, that's part of the battle with doing a transplant but with the eye you have all the nerve endings with the retina to deal with yeah, the reason they did it was more or less also for the face, you know, to look normal. Uh, instead of having a glass eye, have a, an uh, actual eye in there. Cosmetic, I guess, is the word they used. And A dumb criminal, the thief tries to rob a gun store with a hammer <laughs> and uh it has uh deadly results we'll just put it that way uh, a suspected robber in livermore california was fatally shot when he tried to steal a firearm from a gun store and armed only with a hammer <laughs> hammer is not going to help him much <laughs> dumb criminal there's more to the story, but honestly, that says it all. <laughs> I'm going to steal yeah. your gun with my hammer. Give it to me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the Lady Guterres and Danny Bulas in Longwood. Um, I'm trying to remember what state they said this was. Um, they had ordered Uber, who came and brought them Taco Bell. But before they could get to the door, a bear came and ate their food. A bear came up on the porch and grabbed their food and ate it. Then they came back. The bears came back and knocked over the soda cups and lapped it up, too. It says. Yeah, yeah Taco Bell can make you really thirsty. <laughs> Must have been that super hot sauce. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought it was funny because, I mean, the funny part was that they came and got the food. But then the, they came back to get the drinks. I thought, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. You think they, they would have just had a puddle or a lake or pond. They would just drink water. <laughs> the family said they have learned their lesson when it comes to getting their food delivered. It 
it's about a lion that escaped <sighs> from the circus in Italy. Uh, uh, there's a small town by Rome where they were having the circus come perform. Ladisoli, I think, is the name of the town. And the lion somehow escaped from his cage, and he's. They say there's a video of him prowling the dark streets of the small town. But they went around somehow and warned all the people to stay in your houses until the lion is caught. The lion's probably thinking, where'd all the people go that I just seen? <laughs> He's out there looking for something to and eat. Then, and then evening comes up. What's that music? The lion sleeps tonight. Let's see. The lion's name instead of Simba was Kimba. I don't know why they named it similar to Lion King name. Like Maybe it was saying. a girl lion. Maybe. Kimba. Was it a Simba? Yeah, but they caught him. They um, tranquilized him and got him back in the, the circus. And the mayor of the town says, the circus will take the lion into their own hands. And I was like, oh, they're going to put him in timeout. Or... <laughs> yeah. We'll see the lion. He just wanted to run away from a circus to join a town. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of running away from a town to join a circus. <laughs> right. Yeah. Old joke. Yeah. From Florida, booty call. Uh-oh. <laughs> Deputies are on high alert to apprehend an elusive booty patrol that's causing a stir on the streets. Um, apparently, there is a man driving around town uh, apparently in a well, be a, maybe a police <laughs> uniform and with flashing lights on top of his car. But when he pulls people over, it's just booty patrol. <laughs> 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 apparently, nobody has officially complained about the law enforcement impersonator. Um, oh, they, they did catch him and issued a ticket. But the booty could patrol chaos. Like, <laughs> oh, jeez. He's just checking everybody's booties out. <laughs> yeah. He just does, I guess, a happy dance or something. You know, he just pulls people over and says, you're being arrested for booty patrol or something. I don't know. <laughs> hmm. hey, it, it, it could be worse. I mean, it's, I guess it's still a crime, but it's more of a fun crime than a... Yeah, I heard thing. about one where the guy had a foot fetish. He pretended to be a cop, and he'd pull people over and yeah. look at their feet and rub them. And I'm like, what's wrong with that? Go ahead. Pull me over. <laughs> Let me fingerprint your foot. <laughs> Hold it right here on this patch for me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh. Thanks a million, a million thanks to you for everything that love could bring. You brought me. Uh, uh, Natalie Lovey, that's her name, her doorbell camera went off, ding dong, and she looked to see a big giant bull moose uh, acting as the after Halloween cleanup fairy as it munched on her leftover jack-o'-lantern, <laughs> eating her pumpkin off her porch. Yum, 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 yum. 
throw some spice out there. You got pumpkin spice. Yeah. And, and it, uh, snacking on their pumpkin. So hungry bears, uh, hungry animals. Yeah, I'm surprised deer. Deer eat pumpkin too off people's porch and any kind of animal. I mean, they're like free food, and it's even got a candle to warm it. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) nice warm pumpkin. (laughs) It doesn't say; it just says a big bull moose. So I shall telephone the police and have everyone in this room searched. That's gonna be she's bigger than a deer. (laughs) Yeah. Mm. Well, if that's what we got, then it's... I'll never forget that night if I live to be 40. I'll see you at the door. Excuse me. Someone who can help me out of this mess. Time to move on along to some weird words, then. Yeah. Because I'm white and nerdy. Just because I'm white and nerdy. All because I'm white and nerdy. This week, I think we're going to do, I got enough, I think, for this week and next week to go kind of food, <laughs> foodish to where since Thanksgiving's coming up, I Thanksgiving thought I Thanksgiving preparation. Yeah, things whenever you're eating, you know, if you want to say something different besides this is good food or nice food or yucky food. Just burp real loud. Oh, yeah, that's a good one, too. <laughs> Disgusting, but in some cultures, it is acceptable. All right. <laughs> The first word, if you have something you could say is astringent, and hmm. astringent is, uh, well, let's see, the, do you want me to tell you the meaning, that, or you want to? That kind of sounds wanna... like, oh, like Epsom salts, cause I, or not Epsom, that, or like alum, oh. like keeps things crisp or something. I, I wouldn't think of it as being applied to tasty food, but. Go ahead. You might as well tell us. <laughs> well, it means like. Like astringent is like a bitter. Acidic or bitter taste like rhubarb. Yeah. Have a Things sharp dry taste. Yeah. Yeah. Have a sharp taste. So I don't know. Maybe something. A pie. If you have a gooseberry pie. It could be astringent or. Maybe you forgot the sugar in your in your uh, strawberry pie or something. It's like kind of sour, astringent. Right. Another word you could use to describe food is brackish. Brackish. That's, does that mean like salty? Yeah. Because brackish, brackish water is like salty water. I'm assuming that could be your pickles for your Thanksgiving dinner, brackish, yeah. olives, your pickle tray. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Or maybe if you have one of those turkey baster things and you kind of soften up to tenderize the meat, they can kind of have a, a salty flavor to it. Yeah. Just too white and nerdy. Think I'm just too white and nerdy. Can't you see I'm white and nerdy? Look at me, I'm white and nerdy. Chiffonade. What? Chiffonade. Huh. 
I don't think I spelled uh, it chiffonated. It was like, like Kool Aid made it out of old pirate ships. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> chiffonade. I hope, I hope it's a P in the middle of that word instead of another letter. A T. <laughs> that's, what you, that's what you do after you eat. Chiffonade. <laughs> you go to the house in the backyard. What's that mean? Anybody? Chiffonade? Chiffonade. I want to know with the gangsters. But so far they all think I'm too white and nerdy. Think I'm just too white and nerdy. Think I'm just too white and nerdy. Well, this word yeah, means... You know? Now, they do Anybody? this, I would think, a lot in restaurants. They lay out... You know how when you go to the fancier restaurants, you have your lettuce and it's got all your stuff on it? Oh, yeah. Uh, it says it's cut in the lettuce and it's cut in the thin strips as a chiffonade pattern. And it's uh, used to garnish soups and other foods. So I'm assuming somehow yeah, they okay. use this. And well, That's what I was going to. The next is like a garnish. Like people yeah. like try to put a sprig of product. Decorative. But don't get chiffonade confused with Julienne. Julienne is another uh, kind of it fries. It slices it nice. It's like Julienne fries. <laughs> it's like a French cut, like a long skinny strip. Yeah, yeah it sounds like a matchstick. So it's a cut of a, you know, you can cut a she's, carrot or celery or potato. potato yeah. The next word is heady. 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 Heady Hopper was an old timey uh, movie critic. <laughs> had a had a hopper. <laughs> Uh, heady, uh, 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 heady. You, put, uh, you put your hoodie on your heady. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I order all of my sandwiches with mayonnaise. I'm a whiz, a minesweeper, I can play for days. Once you see my sweet moves, you're gonna stay amazed. My fingers moving so fast, I'll set the place ablaze. This talks oh, about shit. wine. Wine. It's full body flavored. Ah. <laughs> Killer rap, I haven't run at Pascal. Well, I'm number one. Do vector calculus just for fun. I ain't got a gap, but I got a soldering gun. Our next word is mealy. So these are fairly easy. Mealy. You can use them to just miserable mouth, but M M. Yeah, it's like M E A L Y mealy. Yeah, I I think of it like cornmeal. It's kind of uh, mushy, kind of. That's what they used to call. Kind of like like when you had the uncooked uh, cornmeal dough. It was kind of mushy and runny and stuff. That was what that they used to call the first meal of the day when you eat just a little mealy before lunch. A little, mealy. little pre, pre <laughs> meal <laughs> snack. Yeah, the, the, the pre meal snack there. Yeah. Yeah, it, it means uh, foods that are dry and grainy. Right. <laughs> kind, of, kind of, you might say like um, the stuffing can be kind of mealy. Happy days is my favorite theme song. I can sure kick your butt in a game of ping pong. I'll ace any trivia quiz you bring on. I'm fluent in JavaScript as well as Klingon. Another mm. word is nectarous. What was that? Mm. Nectarous. So nectarous. 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 Full That's of what you nectar. are around your, your neck, like a necktie. <laughs> Only it's like Double a dress. Oranges. It's like a dress, a nectar dress. Yeah. Except a necktie. <laughs> You have some orange and lemons and stuff and make punch. Uh, 
Yeah, that would make sense. Like nectarines or something. Make a juice out of them, maybe. Nectar, it says, means the drink of gods. And so any <laughs> kind of drink that tastes divine. Just too white and nerdy. Just too white and nerdy. Can't you see I'm white and nerdy? Look at me, I'm white and nerdy. Palatable <laughs> is a fun word that you can use. Palatable. To it's tasty. A tasty yeah. drink for the tongue. Yeah. They made antifreeze yes. unpalatable. <laughs> I don't know. Dogs like antifreeze. But they palatable means pleasant to so taste. So it is it's tasty to dogs, I guess, but whatever. I like to roll with the gangsters. Although it's apparent I'm too wide and dirty. Piquant is another word. Piquant. Piquant? Picante? Picante is Spanish. <laughs> for spicy and I'm sure it's probably a form of that something that's a little bit spicy pleasantly sharp appetizing flavor so if you have something that's like your scent has a little kick to it spicy I've been browsing, inspecting X-Men comics. You know I collect them. The pins in my pocket, I must protect them. My ergonomic keyboard never leaves me bored. Shopping online for deals on some writable media. I edit Wikipedia. Pungent. Pungent. Mm. Something that stinks. <laughs> Mustard <laughs> yeah. cheese. It has a strong odor, like, you know, sauerkraut is has a pungent odor. Oh, yeah. Yeah, blue cheese. Or what's the other stinky cheese? Limburger cheese. There yeah. you go. That's a <laughs> pungent. Catfish bait. <laughs> yeah. So punching is our last word for this week. Of different yeah. ways you can describe your Thanksgiving meal. Because I'm white and nerdy. Just because I'm white and nerdy. All oh, because I'm white and nerdy. Holy cow, I'm white and nerdy. I want to bowl with the gangsters. But oh, well, so whatever you got to give your critique. Lay out some of these words for them. Some of these words, yeah. So, yeah. tune in next week and you'll hear a few more <laughs> alright I'll see you folks at the gym, goodbye goodbye I'll send you the name of a good psychiatrist so long Orson Welles but now it's time for some top 10 from Terry top 10 yeah okay I'll do this one I just got it yesterday How many presidents were in office in their 40s, the age of 40? Most of them. <laughs> That's what one. I said. <laughs> JFK would have been 35 or something like that. But well, most of the rest would have been in their 40s. Well. Except for Biden this... was way past. He's like 40 for the second time. <laughs> well, if, you know, like I said, well, every single one of them has been 40, but they were elected in office at in the 40s. age of in their 40s. Uh, I think Lincoln might have been in his 50s, so not him. I don't know. There's been. I'm going to say 40 out of he the was, last 45. He was now. he was 57 years old. Yeah. Uh, um, there's been nine 
presidents. So I have a top nine list here of the presidents who were in their 40s when they were elected president. So... Number one, James K. Polk. He was 49 years old when he was elected president. Number two, Franklin Pierce. He was 48 years old. And... Number, number three, Ulysses S. Grant. Really? I thought yeah. he was older than that when he took office. Hmm. He was 46. Number four. James A. Garfield. He liked to eat lasagna with Odie. Odie was the vice president. He's one of the presidents who also was assassinated (laughs) in office, I'm pretty sure. I think so. He was 49 when he took office. His birthday was November 19th, 1831. (laughs) Number five, Grover Cleveland. Yeah, he was he was uh, in office twice, but not back to back. He served four years off for and served four four more years. <laughs> Forty seven years old he was. Number six, Theodore. Roosevelt. He was 42. Hmm. Number seven, John F. Kennedy. He was 43 when he took office. Number eight, Bill Clinton. He was 46 when he took office. Number nine, Barack Obama. Yep. He was 47. Right. And then if you take Joe Biden and cut him in half, he'd be 40. <laughs> Can we? <laughs> Just kidding. Him down Sorry about that, Secret Service. I didn't mean to say that. It slipped out. It was funny. I wonder what, it, I wonder what uh, would happen if uh, uh, Dwayne Johnson. The CIA then outside my door. 
Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> It is, That's my uh, presidential thing for this week. I'll show you what I think of you and your friends. Now get up! And I'm so proud of you. Mm. Well, public service has its compensations, I see. It is time to move on along to an anchor topic. We kind of sitting on it for a little bit. It's time for manual skills. Manual skills. In manual. You can drive What's a stick mean? shift. <laughs> oh, sorry. Wrong thing. <laughs> it's you know, uh, handicraft, dexterity things, oh, that's, playing that's games. Not, that's, mo- that's mobility. Instruments. Um, instruments. I, was I guess, playing I, I guess if you walk on your hands, it could be mobility. Sure. Yeah, manual. Instruments are you two guitar and harmonica? Keith plays you piano. You can't play a flute or nothing, Jill. Harp. Uh, I can play a kazoo. <laughs> you can play the radio. Yeah. The radio. That's a good one too. Oh, but no, I thought what kind of games might the blind person play? Um, I mean, there's some things Put your like hands together and blow. <laughs> like I don't know what that means, but playing pool would be kind of difficult. Because yeah. you kind of have to line up your shot visually. Uh, we talked before about playing golf. You just need to have a little bit of assistance to get, to get you aimed in uh, where you need to swing. Uh, bowling, of course, is a good one. And some people actually will, who are good will bowl without the bumpers. But by and large, blind people who bowl will put the bumpers <laughs> out. Um, that reminds me of an episode I watched last night. Huh? Um, yeah. There's a lot of games episode. on your telephone you can play too, different like Yahtzee and Solitaire. You're into yeah, but I was thinking more, you know, in person kind of games. In person games. Yeah. Beatball. What about beatball? Yeah, beatball. Uh, people who don't know that's where you have a a ball. It's actually a little bit larger than a softball, and it's like really hard, has a hard outside cover to it. But you put batteries in, you close the lid, then it just starts beeping. And then uh, you actually have a sided pitcher uh, who will pitch for both teams. And you you just hey, better, better, better swing. Pitch the ball <laughs> t- across yeah. the home home plate, and you do that, when they tell uh, you to swing, that that's when you're supposed to swing because right like because they're, they're trying to, to make sure you have a good time. So unlike regular baseball, where you're trying to throw the guy's timing off. Usually have a coach who'll tell you when to swing, but if you, but often because the ball is beeping, you can pretty much tell when it gets, you know, across the plate. And then, of course, you hit it. You run the bases. Uh, you have an outfield. And I'm pretty sure the outfielders are blind too, right? Yeah, I think everybody's yeah. blindfolded. Yeah, except for the and except, you have except to hit the pitcher. That, <laughs> the pitcher and the catcher, base. I think, is the only one's not. You get to the base and make it stop beeping before they find the ball beeping in the outfield and make it stop. And if you get to the base first, then you get a run. I think you only have to go to one base. This, it's like like cricket where you run out to one base and then back or something. Yeah, but it's, if they turn the ball off before you get to the base, you're out. Okay. Yeah, oh. I've never actually played it. And I've 
I really don't know the rules that much. I was going to look it up before we got recording. I thought, now I'll just wing it. <laughs> yeah. It's too bad her Uncle Joe isn't here. But it's yeah, kind of hard. You could really tell us all it, about it. it. <laughs> It'd be hard to get him on the phone because he, like, died. <laughs> right. <laughs> phone call to heaven. Hey, Uncle Joe. <laughs> Last week, wasn't it? The first. Uh, November 1st. Of November. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm sure there's other <laughs> blind people out there that play it and know all the big details. And Yeah. There's some people in the ICB that play it you know, up in Chicago. Oh. I am sure because um, you would think that it'd be easier to organize a team or even a league if you lived in a large populated City. area. Because yeah. in, in rural parts like here, I mean, you might have a dozen blind people through all of southern Illinois. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that you could round up. There's more than that, but it just seems that way. Whereas in a big city, I mean, you got a lot more. I mean, hundreds and thousands of people who who might be blind. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I know years ago when I first went to a blindness rehab in Kalamazoo, they had Go Ball, and it was kind of the same way as they had a Go Ball team there in Kalamazoo. But people liked to play it. They'd come. I mean, they'd drive for like an hour and a half just to go play. Whenever they had now, what is what's, that? What's Go that? Ball. Yeah, similar to we, beatball or what? We have talked about it before on the podcast. Uh, I'll just kind of long time ago <laughs> briefly go over it. You have a ball that's about the size of a basketball. Again, it has a hard shell on it. Inside of it, it has jingle bells, and you roll it, and you you hear the bells inside of it jingle. You can't throw it; it has to be on the floor the whole time. Uh, and it has to be rolling. I mean, it's, it's, so, it, if you like, do it like a imagine like a bowling ball. It, it, it might be up off the ground, but it has to be on the floor before it crosses the center line. Otherwise, it doesn't count. Uh, but the idea is to roll it, and you hear the jingle bells coming at you, and you block it. And the goal is your entire back line of the court. Um, and I'll leave it there. We have talked about it before. We've already talked about beep ball, and I don't want to get into a lot of the rules on go ball. Maybe we'll save it for another time. I'm so sorry. But anyway, a couple of sports that people could play, you know, physical sports and games. I'm a friend of yours, Nettie. Won't you put that axe down so we can talk? <laughs> But let's go ahead and move on to our next segment. Do we have any email? Have email, yeah. What's in the mail for today? Oh, just the usual bunch of crackpot letters. What's it say? What? Well, isn't that nice? Woo! And the title of this one says, Hey, uh, Keith, Terry, and Joe, I have a story called It's a Code H at Disney World. In one of your earlier news items, I think it was Terry who described how workers at Disney removed waste <laughs> at the park. Now, I'm here to tell you that after working there for a while, it's not always so easy to get rid of waste as those vacuum-powered trash cans. Let's just say there are times that guests have to wait too long at line 
and they have trouble controlling their bowels. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, I was working as an attendant at the rise of the resistance at Disney when someone let their kid take a dump on the floor, and then he just walked away and left it. I'm not kidding. This actually happened. Uh, fun fact, this was one of three incidents in the same day at the Rise of the Resistance. Uh, so he goes on to say, bodily fluids no longer bother me after working at Disney. Let's just say the attraction I worked at has what the cast ended up being dubbed Poop Hall because of the number of times this happened. Uh, we even put <laughs> up a camera uh, and it didn't stop people from doing it. But wait, it gets worse. <laughs> Kids are not the only ones behind the shenanigans. I have personally witnessed human-sized fecal matter. Wow. Adult size? Wow. Huh? Adult size? You said yeah. <laughs> uh, adult sized fecal matter. I would like to call for guests to be permanently banned if they're caught. <laughs> you may ask, are these incidents done on accident or are they intentional? Possibly you would like to think that uh, guests uh, had an embarrassing moment uh, and maybe even left their underwear behind as well uh, because they you know, don't want to wear underwear so you know, poopy. Uh, but nope, no underwear. Just left steaming pile. Uh, wow. We have a word for this. It's called a code H. <laughs> uh, I understand that initially it stood for horse crap because <laughs> when they would have horse-drawn things in the Disney parade, you would have horses leaving horse piles. piles. <laughs> but uh, code H for uh, still works uh, with humans as well. From the brave and disgusted little Taylor. Gross. Anyway, there. I can't even imagine when you're doing that. You got to pull your pants down and squat a little bit, and the lines are moving. You'd think. Yeah, I mean, if you're a girl, you might have on a skirt. But really, how often do you see people wearing skirts at Disney? Usually it's shorts or jeans shorts, or something. Yeah. It's like but the you, line's moving. Hurry up and pitch it off so we you, can move. You have to, yeah, <laughs> drop, drop your pitch trousers and cop a squat, have somebody stand around you to block, and then you pull up without wiping. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and, you, and move, uh, and then the people behind you have to walk past it going, I uh, know who did this. <laughs> When you pass by him again, when you go back the other way, <laughs> hey, you left something back there. Here it is. Picked it up for you. Wow. Hey, you forgot Maybe. this. Hey, lady, come here. You forgot this on the floor. You know how dogs you get poop bags. Maybe they should have some of those on at the right entrances. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like when yeah, you're those in line. little turnstile things that goes back and forth. Just have a little poop bag at the end of every, every one of them. In case you need it, like a barf bag or something. And <laughs> yeah. Do it in a bag and throw it in a trash can. Yeah. Yeah. Goodness. Yeah. Just have little porta potties at the end of each little little turn <laughs> in a turnstile. 
<laughs> something. He's, yeah, you can stand in line, I'm sure, for a long time. I had a, you a, you a homeless have a little curtain you draw around yourself, a little little <laughs> stool there. Fill up your little poop bag. Okay, I'm done. But, yeah, I mean, you would think that. Cause I, I'm sure I've had to go to the bathroom before in the long line. You just have to do your best and whatever. But yeah, apparently it can't be a problem. <laughs> Wait till you get on the ride or something. At least <laughs> yeah. you're on a roller coaster. Scares ah! oh, the poop out of you. <laughs> you go on the haunted. That really scared game. the crap out of somebody. <laughs> You go to the haunted mansion and leave a little deposit. Got scared. <laughs> wow. Uh, well, with our email. Imagine being trapped all night on that ledge. Nothing but bathing suits to protect them from the cold morning fog. And uh, that was actually a real one from a real person. Say, I'm always open for suggestions, even if I don't need them. Man. Um, so <laughs> if you didn't like it, you could thank them. Or whatever. <laughs> but it, it's time to move on to... Gee, I'm as nervous as a cat about to have puppies. About to have puppies. Some um, final That's thoughts already. Here's our final thoughts. Nobody told me when I married a man, the ears came separately. The what came separately? The ears. Ears. <laughs> okay. I didn't hear you because, you know, being a man, you know... For sale, lightly used DeLorean, only driven from time to time <laughs> at 88 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah. Why did the ghost cross the road? Because nobody could stop you. Okay, nobody could stop you, huh? Mm. I hate when I get all the laundry caught up. And then I see my family walking around with clothes on. Ah, uh, what happened to the emergency? <laughs> ah, my God, my clothes! <laughs> well, what's the difference between a cranky two-year-old and a duckling? One is a whiny toddler, and the other is a tiny waddler. <laughs> <laughs> Why did the turkey cross the road? To prove he wasn't a chicken. <laughs> dun, dun. <laughs> um, yeah. Here's a recipe for you how to make iced coffee. You make coffee, you have kids, you forget you made coffee, and you drink it cold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you can't forget the kids. What do you call it when a calculus teacher retires? Aftermath. <laughs> what what do turkeys do the day after Thanksgiving? They celebrate. Yeah. And take off their <laughs> peacock disguises. Oh. <laughs> Sometimes when my husband makes me mad, I look at him through the prongs of the fork and pretend that he's in jail. It heals me spiritually. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna stab you with this. Wait, you're in jail. <laughs> 
Well, my uh, friend from work bought a new wig before he went on vacation. So I got him a comb for a lovely party gift. <laughs> you know what the farmer needed to start his tur up? A turkey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I accidentally wore a red shirt to Target. Long story short, I'm filling in for Donna this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I tripped and I hit my head on the snare drum. Ah, I think I gave myself a percussion. <laughs> what did the stovetop stuffing say to the turkey? I'm not going in that hole this year. <laughs> <laughs> I tried the Japanese method of decluttering. You're supposed to hold every object you own, and if it makes you feel happy, you keep it. If it doesn't make you feel happy, you throw it away. So far, I've thrown out all the vegetables, my bra, the electric bill, the scales, and my treadmill. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And a couple of kids that get really annoying. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, I once taped a whole bunch of $100 bills together to wear as a belt. It was a big waste of money. Yeah. <laughs> a turkey walked into the bar. The bartender said, Wild turkey? No, I'm domesticated. I'm Tom. My new doormat has finally arrived. It says there's no reason for you to be here. <laughs> it's not a welcome mat. <laughs> not a welcome mat, no. Uh, well, I don't like John Candy. Well, okay. Technically, they're called urinal mitts, but still, they taste horrible. <laughs> John Candy. What's John Wayne's favorite holiday? Thanksgiving, Pilgrim. <laughs> Saddle up. I hate people that can't let go of the past. Bill collectors are the worst. <laughs> yeah. Did you hear about the latest Broadway controversy? It turns out all their plays are staged. <laughs> yeah, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> At Thanksgiving dinner, many people give thanks for elastic waistbands. <laughs> yeah. And yoga pants, huh? Yeah. yeah. They should make an alarm that sounds like a dog about to puke. Nothing will get you out of bed faster. <laughs> yeah. Um, here's a funny thing you could try. Fill up blow up dolls with helium and let them loose and people might think they've missed the rapture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because those blow up dolls have that surprise look on their face. Ah! <laughs> <laughs>
So my mind thinks my body's 25, but my body thinks my mind's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> my next door neighbors have a front door made out of sponge. Lots of the other neighbors don't like it, but I have to admit, I can't knock it. <laughs> sponge door. Why did the turkey cross the road? To get to the turkey trot. The turkey, turkey trot. trot. <laughs> Maybe he had the turkey trots. <laughs> <laughs> As we get older, we have to remember to keep things positive. The other day, I fell down the steps and thought, I haven't moved that fast in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There must be some exercise going on there. <laughs> and since we're sort of kind of looking like we're out of them, we could stop there. Okay. <laughs> All right. But I'm not worried, Graham. Thank goodness they'll always be vaudeville. I've never seen anything with such sleek lines. All of that out of the way. I'm going over to his house today and investigate. It's time to close it all up and tell everybody thanks for listening. You can find us on the web at thatsoundsfunny.com where you can listen to any of our shows right there from the webpage. You can leave us a comment, send us an email, tell us your own funny story, family moment, ask a question about blindness. Uh, and if you don't do that and you're checking us out through your favorite podcast app, Remember to leave us a good rating and review so others will know what you think about us. Hopefully something good. <laughs> so with all that, it is time to sign off. This is your host, Keith, saying thanks for listening. See you next week. Where Terry and Jill will come back with some more fun stuff that sounds like this. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just want to come feed my alligator. <laughs> Did we sit in on the show? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't think you we might, did it on the show. You might, you might have some women out in your pool right now, Terry. Very good check. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. That sounds funny. TSF at thatsoundsfunny.com. That sounds funny.